This show is part of the Headstuff Podcast Network. This week's What Would You Do If question is what would you do if you saw someone stealing? And here's a little secret for you. There was actually so much stuff that we recorded for this episode. We're actually going to do a bonus episode that will be out on Headstuff Plus on the 24th of February. Yeah, Headstuff Plus is so cool because it's basically you join a community of people who are supporting Headstuff Podcast Networks. So for five euro a month, you get to support up to three shows, but you get the bonus content from every show on the network and there's like 30 podcasts on there there's videos there's articles there's bonus episodes of podcasts just visit headstuffpodcasts.com to choose your three shows that you want to support thank you if you've already chosen ours there's some people who have i hope they've not done it by mistake yeah i can't believe not even like our mothers have signed (laughs) up it's just like people out there in the world i kind of was thinking of putting money towards it myself so i pay to our podcast but does that kind of defeat the point Wait, you haven't signed up to support our podcast? No, maybe I should. Well, I already have. Headstuffpodcast.com. That's where you can sign up to support your favourite podcast and get all the bonus shiny stuff as well. This is What Would You Do If? The podcast to answer all of your What Would You Do If? questions. I feel like we can both relate to this week's What Would You Do If? question, not because we've done it, but we've both worked in retail environments. It's What Would You Do If You Saw Someone Stealing? Now, I'm going to go first. Yeah, go on. So I worked in Tesco for five and a half years. And for five of those years, I worked on the customer service desk right by the front door. So I was, I saw a lot of things happen in that shop. I was threatened to be beaten up. I was threatened to be hit by a man on crutches because I wouldn't return his mobile phone because he didn't have proof of purchase. I have a lot of stories. There weren't many incidents of shoplifting or stealing that I can remember. My memories are a little bit hazy. You're making yourself sound so old. You're I like, know. I was there for five years. I've been gone for five years. Like, you sound like you could be in your 30s with this employment history. Well, I started when I was 17 at Tesco and I'm now 27. So that does make sense. So the math adds works. Up. <laughs> yeah. I remember when you start working at Tesco, they're like, if you ever see a shoplifter, just report it. Don't try and get involved. And I can tell you... I never really got involved. I was always one to call a manager. So at Tesco, when there was something serious about to kick off, like, or something was kicking off and there was a shoplifter or there was a big fight or something, you'd call a code two. So on the tannoy, you'd go, colleague announcement, code two required at X location. So if there was a a fight or a shoplifter at the front of the store that a manager needed attention with or the security guard needed attention with, you'd call colleague announcement, code two required at the front of the store and then all of i called the burly staff the big strong men or the managers would run to the shop and try and stop this shoplifter even though you're not really meant to approach them okay hold on a second that's code two what are the other codes are there like 10 of them or what's going on there so i only knew of code two and code six So you didn't get, like, trained in with a list of codes, like you're in the police? No. Oh. So code two is shoplifter and code six is missing child. So you're not allowed to say missing child on the tannoy because then someone who could be that way inclined could go around, pick up a kid, run off with it, and no one would know the wiser. Um, So that's code two and code six. Don't know what are any other codes. I know, I think in Primark, they have colour codes. Okay. But in Tesco... Maybe you could tell me if you've worked in Tesco, is there a code one? Is there a code three, four and five? Okay, so Callum, that's great to hear about your experiences at Tesco. But 
The question was, what would you do if you saw someone stealing? I'd probably snitch. I'm, I have that tendency. I would be happy to snitch and rat them out. If I saw someone, I'd give someone next to me like a bit of an nudge head. Do you think they're shoplifting? And try and stalk them on the CCTV or something. If I wasn't working in the shop, then I'd find probably a member of staff nearby. My mum's caught a shoplifter before. Oh. She was, um, and I remember her telling me, I was working at the time as well, and she was going up and down the meat aisle. Meat and cheese, big things in supermarkets to be stolen because they get sold on the black market. Saw someone just piling a load of meat into their bag. Now, she didn't approach them because she's very small and there was a big burly guy again. So she went to get a manager and the security. They approached them, took them out the back. The police came, got arrested. Oh, wow. Fair play to her. So I think that's I think that's the thing that I would do. Probably it's inherited through me. Maybe we're a family of snitches. <laughs> I'd last in prison because I'd be the prison rat. Nature versus nurture. (laughs) (laughs) You've really proved that now. So, Jess, if you saw someone stealing, what would you do now? You worked in which is like a petrol service station kind of thing. We're going to have to bleep out that name. Oh. Yeah, just so that I don't get in trouble for this. But yeah, if I saw someone stealing now, I think I would just, I would applaud them. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, what? I'd like their hustle and their confidence. They're just going, you know what? I'm just going out there. The world is mine for the taking and I'm going to take it. But, like, if you saw someone steal, like, let's say rob a bank. No, no, robbing is different to stealing, Callum. Okay. This is something that we learned in (laughs) Beep. (laughs) Because... We used to get people stealing stuff so much and our manager, he had really good English, but one time the guardie came down and it was their third time that day to be down. The manager was so nice. He was like, yeah, we had another robbery. And the guardie was like, a robbery? What? You've only been telling us about them stealing Pringles. And he was like, yeah, 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 they rob beer. And he started pointing at the beer. And he was like, no, mate, no, a robbery is different to stealing. Stealing isn't as bad for the products and stuff. Robbery is money. Okay, so so robbery is cash and stealing is chocolate product. Yeah, yeah. So robbery now that's a bad thing. I wouldn't applaud someone for that, but okay. stealing. Come on. So you'd applaud someone if they stole a big necklace from like Weir and Sons on Grafton Street. Yeah, sure. Why not? Why not? If they think it's gonna look good on them, Callum. And have you stolen anything? Ah yeah, a few times now. <laughs> Sorry, what? <laughs> so um it was all accidental. Um, there was one time like I was 15 and I went to a tourist gift shop and I picked up a little badge it was meant to be a euro and I was like oh this is fantastic and it was the only thing I could afford but I was walking around with it so long in my hand that I forgot it was there until like 10 minutes after I left the shop and I was like I'm not going back to pay them one euro for a badge so I sold that but it started off young with me now Oh. Yeah, I remember being four or five and I used to love like leaflets. You know, the way just you could get like free leaflets everywhere. Yeah. So I went off into a shop that was about car parts. Um, I was brought there. I didn't just go. <laughs> you really wanted a career as a mechanic when you were four and a half. Yeah, so we went into the shop anyway. And I saw this massive book about cars. I mean, like it was like 300 pages, like a hardback book 
<laughs> and I picked it up thinking it was free because I was like, who would pay for this? <laughs> and then we were down in Super Value like 10 minutes later. And my mother was like, Jessica, where'd you get that from? <laughs> I was like, I took it from the shop. So you've basically been leading a life of crime from a very young age. Yeah, it's just in me. That's the nature side of me. I can probably say that the only thing that I've stolen, and this is consciously as well, this isn't being like, oh, I've accidentally not paid for this. The bags for life. Oh, yeah. You're you're a thief and a fiend for these. So, and please don't report me to the police. In the UK, these shop bags for life, they're either 5p or 10p. I don't mind paying that. It's such a small amount. In this country, in Ireland, in a supermarket rhymes with Vesco that I was also employed in, 70 cent <gasps> for a bag. No, I'm sorry. I'm not paying 70 cent for a bag for life. And do you know what? And it really winds me up when I go shopping with you and you're like, I'm just going to get this and I'm going to get this and I'm going to get this and we can't carry it. And then you won't let me steal a bag for life. I feel obliged to buy a bag for life when I'm with you because I get judged. So that's another, that's nearly a euro on top of the shopping that I wasn't willing to pay. Yeah, but Callum, do you know why they charge that much? For the environment. Yeah, because they're meant to do you for life. Yes. So you're supposed to just bring them with you. I always have a bag with me. Yes, but it's tiny. No, it's the size of my back. <laughs> it's That is not the size of your back. You met me from the gym on Friday and you were like, ah, oh, let's go to Tesco. So we did. We went to pick up dinner stuff. There was no way we were getting anything in that bag because you have lunch boxes in there. My bag is a standard sized backpack from Penny's. If you want to go blaming them on bad storage, I will fight you. There is loads of room in that bag. All you have to do is stretch it. Okay, I'm not fighting the storage space. I'm fighting that there's already three quarters of that bag is full by the time you met me because of lunch gear. We have arms. I had a towel and I was sweaty. I had a towel. Sorry, Callum. <laughs> How big was the towel? It was tight. But the towel was in your bag as well. Yeah, so my bag was carrying the stuff that you would have carried back with your arms. Would you just stop now? This I'm is nonsense. I'm not having this do, argument. Do you not want to know about the other times that I stole stuff from Okay, you? go on, quickly. Okay, there was a time when I was in a shop and I did this quite a few times, so I'll just round up all of my stories into this. Um... <laughs> What? Don't laugh. So what I was really bad for as a child was I would be looking at stuff in the shop, but nobody would ever go into the shop with me. Oh. So I would say go into the spa and then I would want to show someone something and be like, look at this. But they would all wait outside the shop. So then I would forget that I was holding something and just walk out the <laughs> shop to show people, be like, look at this cool thing. That makes me feel a little bit sad that no one was going into the shop with you. I know. I remember there was one time I brought stuff right out to the car just to show people like, look at this. Can I have money for it? And then they're like, Jessica, did you pay for it? I was like, no. <laughs> I did it in America with like a video game and then all the alarms started oh going God. off. But I just wanted to go outside and show people like, look at this cool thing I might buy. This was definitely the age before iPhones and you were still pretty young. So you weren't old enough to have a phone. Yeah, no, I wasn't able to just text people and be like, send me money on Revolut. Like... So, if you see someone stealing, what should you do? Well, Callum, I want to give you an understanding of the world. Okay. By playing Steal or No Steal. <laughs> 
You just have to identify which stories are true and which are false. Okay. So, story number one. A man was walking around a store and there was blood all over his face. So, a store employee went up to him and asked him to take off his hat because he seemed to be bleeding on his head. And underneath there was a fillet of beef. Oh, so is that true or false? Did he steal it or did he not steal it? It's false. I don't think that happened. No, it actually happened. Oh. Yeah, a manager was called over because there was this man just like bleeding everywhere. And then turns out he had a massive chunk of beef on his head. And he was wearing like one of those fake hats, like, you know, the really big cowboy hats. <laughs> yeah. There was just a load of beef underneath and it started leaking all down his face. <laughs> Beef hat. Could you imagine? It's disgusting. Okay, story number two. In 2018, a man was arrested for stealing a purebred Bichon Frise and replacing it with a Jack Russell. <laughs> I've... It's not as outlandish as the beef hat, so I'm going to say that happens. That's true. No, I made that oh. up. I was sitting on the dart going, what's something stupid? <laughs> the beef hat is stupid. I know, but I think it happened in America, so like... Okay, fair play. A 34-year-old man in the UK stole eight blocks of butter from his employer worth £600 and is due for court next month. How many blocks of butter? Eight. Worth £600? Yes. No. That, the price of butter... Eight blocks of butter is not going to cost £600. How big is the block? Could be the size of a house, Callum. <laughs> no, that didn't happen. It did! Oh, my God. <laughs> I'm surprised that you didn't get that one. Zero either. for three. I thought my details were so specific that you were just going to have to, you know, get that one. No. Yeah, he's due on trial next month, so we'll have to follow it up. Just to let you know, you can join the Headstuff Plus community, which we're a part of, which means for €5 a month, you can support up to three shows on the Headstuff network and you get bonus content from all of the shows. You can find out more about Headstuff Plus at headstuffpodcast.com, where you can find a load more great podcasts too, like Spice Bags. Spice Bags is a podcast about food in Ireland from an international perspective. I'm May, I'm an American food writer, and I'm with my friends Blanca, a chef from Spain, and Dee, an Irish food editrix. And we are the Spice Bags, three sassy ladies with a lot to dish up. Join us for the chats. What should you do if you see someone stealing? Now, let's picture the scene. We're in a supermarket. I'm just pushing my trolley around. I'm going up the milk aisle. I'm going down the bread aisle. And lo and behold, I see someone filling their pockets with a load of meat and cheese. What do I do? Here's the thing. You can barely do anything. All you can do is say it to someone in the shop and go, sorry, I saw that person stealing something. Because realistically, you can't confront them. Yeah. You're not going to get a reward. Nobody's going to go, oh, thanks so much for stopping that person stealing that stuff worth like 20 euro. <laughs> like you're a really great person. No, they don't care. Don't confront them. Just report it to staff or security. Let them know. But if you do nothing, then that makes you almost as bad as a stealer. So you have to do something. Okay, so don't just be like, oh, someone else is going to see it. Let's leave it for someone else. Do report it. Yeah, don't be an enabler. 
very good. Because this person needs to reach rock bottom and you could help them get there. And you never know um, in terms of like if you approach them, you never know what they could be carrying. Yeah, like could be a big baseball bat or what do you... Like a knife. Yeah, but what if they just wanted the knife for like their steak? I meant to stab you. <laughs> Could you imagine going into the shop but seeing someone stealing some bread and then they go and stab you because you're like, no, you can't do that. But you never know what people are like. <laughs> you have to expect the worst of people sometimes. What would you actually say to someone in that situation that would just be like, sorry, I don't think you should do that now? <laughs> just be like, so here's an, here's an example. I saw on Twitter the other day there was uh, a man stealing an electric bike from outside Dundrum Lewis stop. Some guy approached the guy because he had a battery-operated angle grinder going at the bike lock and said, excuse me, is this your bike? And the guy was like, yes. <laughs> that was it. But he took a picture, put it on Twitter, and then reported it to the guards. But the guy had an angle grinder. He when he was obviously social distance, but he was wielding a weapon obviously to unlock the chain and everything but what happened if he could have turned around and slashed the guy with a grinder why would he do that he's already in trouble because he's stealing but panic why would you panic because you've been spooked all you have to do is go yeah it's mine just go off like none mandate. of your business go away go away Yoda. <laughs> what are you doing questioning me who are you are you the FBI no go on with your life Aren't you supposed to be social distancing? <laughs> so you've reported it to the member of staff. Yep. Let's flip it round then. If you're the member of staff and this has been reported to you or you see someone stealing, then what should you do? I shouldn't have to be telling you this. The, <laughs> the shop should have trained you, Callum. Well, that's the thing. The majority of my training was still don't approach them because your life and your well-being is worth more than the product. Yeah, they were just afraid of getting sued, weren't they? More than likely, yes. Yeah, that was what my training was as well. Um, the basics were don't try and stop them, because especially because while I was working at that place, um, someone actually did try and stop them. They were so sick of it. They were like, I'm not dealing with this again. I don't want to have to ring the guardie. I love so this story. They ran after someone who was holding a six-pack of cans. They took one can out of the six-pack of cans. <laughs> Hit them on the head, and then they had to go to A and E with a concussion and a big cut on their face. When you told me this, I shouldn't laugh because they're doing bad at stealing. But <laughs> why are you even asking for someone threw a can at me because I was trying to stop them from stealing? <laughs> A couple of days later, I went up to the manager. I was like, "Sorry, I'm I'm not working here anymore. I quit." And he was like. Why? <laughs> and I was like, well, you just keep getting robbed, don't you? <laughs> it was so frequent. It was unreal. But he was like, do you feel unsafe here? I was like, one of the staff went to A&E. The guards are here every day. <laughs> I know them by name. Oh, God. I just, I love that story. That story will never get old. Yeah, so that was that was our experience. But the thing that we were really told was, don't stop them, but don't help them. Yes. So if they're there at the till going, give me the money, don't go, ah, you'd be better off with the safe, you know? I'll show you where that is. Yeah, so if they if they ask for the money from the till, you're meant to pop it, but you're, you're like, 
you don't hand them anything. You let them get it yourself. Oh, I don't know about handing them now. We were just told, don't tell them there's a safe. So what about this scenario? And it's probably a scenario that parents have nightmares over. You find your child stealing. And I'm not meaning like 70 cent bags for life. Mother, if you're listening to this, I am sorry. No, you're not. No, I know. I'm really not. But if your child has been found stealing quite frequently and you're a parent, what should you do? Well, first of all, you need to make yourself a cup of tea and wonder where you went wrong, Callum. (laughs) (laughs) Very harsh. Uh, You don't have kids. You can't pin blame. You don't know what's going on in their lives. I know. I know. It is very harsh because my mother did nothing wrong. And here I am admitting to stealing on the podcast. Everything. Yeah. No. So first of all, what you should do is talk with your child and try and figure out why they're stealing. Like there's tons of reasons why someone could steal. Yeah. Like it could be that they have no impulse control and they just see something and go, ah, yeah, I'll do that. It could be they're trying to get back at someone, say, like, if there's a child in school and they're being really mean to them. So then they go, you know what, I'm going to steal their money. Oh. You know, that kind of way. Or else it could be something like they want a bra and they can't afford one or they don't want to say it to you. Can you buy me a bra? Yeah. And then they go off and they steal it. I feel like they could be kind of peer pressure as well especially if you're someone younger and you get into a friend group with people older they could be like here will you go and steal us a bottle of this or something oh yeah i remember when i was in secondary school there was one girl who would actually there was a couple of girls who would just be like oh yeah i stole that i'd be like what they'd be like yeah i stole that one of the girls in my class i was like oh that's a lovely key ring and she was like oh yeah my friend stole that for me it's almost a bragging kind of thing, isn't it? Yeah, loads of people used to be at it. So first of all, just figure out why they're doing it. Don't embarrass them. Yeah. Don't give out to them. Don't scare them. Just be like, look, what's going on? It's just like have a sit-down conversation. Yeah, exactly. And um, Then you want to talk to them a little bit about value and ethics and stuff like that, yeah. but don't go on about it too much. So that's a lecture because next time they do something bad, they're going to be like, oh, no, I don't want to lecture. Yeah. You know, that kind of way. Get the child to make up for it. So if that means that they have to return the thing to the person, get them to do that. If it's something that they have to pay for, um, pay the money and then get them to pay you back. Just make sure that they make up for it and then let them know that they've really let you down. They've lost a bit of your trust. They need to re-earn it. And then look at and go, is there something going on here? Is this a frequent thing where they're acting up? Is this the culmination of a lot of stress? And figure it out, because I don't have the answer for you. So it's it comes down to you have to be a kind of parent and you just have to figure it out yourself. Yeah, you have to parent, Callum. That's what we need to be telling people these days. Just parent, will you? Yeah, will you just get out there and you made the decision to have the child. So now will you just do what you're supposed to do when you have a child and look after them? It's easy for us to say we're, we're kidless and we can't really look after two dogs and a rabbit together. Yeah, but the rabbit is a lot of work. <laughs> Has he ever stolen anything? Um, let's see. Has he ever He's stolen? stolen my heart. Ah. <laughs> I thought I did that. Yeah, but the rabbit did it as well. So he stole it off of me? Yeah. Oh my God, the cheek of him. I'll be having words now. No carriage for him tonight. This show is part of the Headstuff Podcast Network. 
a hub for the creative and the curious. Shows are produced in association with Headstuff and the Podcast Studios Dublin. Find out more or become a member at headstuffpodcasts.com. Thank <laughs> you.